Can changing your corner of the universe change the world? We think so. You've heard the quote, be the change you want to see in the world. But what does that look like? This is where we meet the people that are walking that out. One person, one idea, one decision at a time. Here's Baden and Rex. Today we have the pleasure of talking with Parker Alexander from Tahoe Heartbeat. Really great conversation. Um, just a, a cool guy. Not only does he have a great story of how he got his business started and what it means, but also the vision that he has moving forward was really, really inspiring. Yeah, and you know, it re- to to me, what was amazing was not only you know how he took action on the idea, but he started in a relatively small market, a very niched market, and it just shows you that you can take an idea like that and turn it into an amazing brand. I mean, you heard his vision. I mean, he's taken something that started so small and he's got this huge vision. So I'm super excited to see where it goes. And, you know, I'm inspired from from talking to him and I know people will be after they have a chance to listen to it. Yeah, and I think one thing that so was unique with this podcast is he, he, he didn't have money getting started, right? He put it on credit cards. And even where he's at now, he's three years in, he's had a a ton of success, but it's still just him and his wife running the company. But I have 100% see this company continuing to grow significantly. When he talks more about, uh, you'll listen to on the podcast of his trademarks and where he sees the company going, uh, this is going to be a, a big brand. And yeah. you, you can listen to this podcast right now of someone who's in the, in the early stages of grinding it out. And you kind of get a real feel of like, what is success really like? You know, like three years into it, you know, he talks about the pitfalls of, of being in retail, um, but grinding it out still, you know, like still grinding it out, but having great success, you know, it's, it's definitely it opens your eyes. to It's not just like, hey, I'm going to make this logo. I'm going to put it in the store. We're going to sell a bunch of things and then we're golden. You know, it's a grind, but he's loving the journey. Yeah. And, you know, it it's exciting because it's one of those things where anyone can do this. You know, anyone can have an idea while they're taking a shower or mowing the lawn or whatever it is popping their head, just like him. He saw a volleyball and a heartbeat going through and he's like, wait a second. And from, you know, who knows where it's going to go. So I'm excited for you guys to listen to it. Enjoy the episode. Welcome back to another episode of My Corner of the Universe. Today we have a very special guest, Parker Alexander from Tahoe Heartbeat. Welcome to the show, Parker. Why don't you tell us a little bit about how you started your company and really what the genesis of that whole process was? All right. Yeah. And thanks for having me, guys. I really appreciate it. Um, yeah. So Tahoe Heartbeat, I'm born and raised in Tahoe, in South Lake Tahoe specifically. And, you know, my heart literally started beating here. So I've grown up here. I've, you know, you grow very fond of this place when you grow up here. It's a pretty amazing place to grow up. And so I then moved away for like 10 years to L.A. and San Francisco, Arizona. And everywhere I went, I wanted to rep Tahoe. So I actually took a Keep Tahoe Blue sticker, which is a big, it's a company that takes care of the lake and environmental efforts. And I would cut out the lake and I would tape it on a hat and then I would trace it in pencil. So I would just have just the lake on a hat and people would be like, what is, is that a cloud? Is that a, is that Africa? <laughs> what is that? And I'm like, no, this is Tahoe. And then they'd know, they go oh, Tahoe. A lot of people know about Tahoe. And then just through social media, like uh, there's some stickers and there's a bunch of things with an EKG design. And so I saw one and I was like, oh, I should try that with Tahoe. And so I just, I hand drew an EKG design on each side of the lake. 
And then I just posted it on my Facebook and Instagram and like literally had 200 orders overnight. I was kind of blown away. I was like, uh, everyone wanted one. So I was like, okay, let's look up how much do hats cost? Everybody wants a hat. So I bought it. So that's how it started with hats. Yeah, it started with hats. Yeah. So I would tape the sticker right in the center of a hat, trace the outline of Tahoe. And then I made the EKG design for the first time. And then everybody was like, and then I, I just said, I was like, what do you think about my new Tahoe heartbeat hat? And they were like, oh, my gosh, where'd you get that? And so that was from then it was literally 200 orders overnight. I bought a stencil maker, hand drew the first 200 hats and then told wow. my wife we were living in San Francisco. I was in film school at the time and I literally dropped out of my last seven classes. We moved home and now we're here. We did 10,000 hats our first two years. Wow. And, awesome. Uh, what year was that? Form. That was uh, August 2016. I did the first design and now we're coming into our third summer of being vendors and it's just crazy. Now we're wholesaling. We're in Rayleigh's grocery stores and it's the moving at the speed of light. Super fun. That's that's awesome. Let me step it back one sec too. So when you posted that on Facebook, there was no prototype made. There wasn't like a soft launch. It was just literally, I'm not sure. I had this on my hat posted. You got 200 orders and then all of a sudden you're like, Hey, now I got to figure out how to fulfill these orders. Exactly. It was like a happy accident. You know, it was, it was one of, and I've been designing for like 10 or 15 years for fun for myself. And so through that, like this was the first thing. It was like one of those things like if you just keep doing what you do, do what you love, be artistic, whatever, something, maybe something will hit, maybe not. And then something hit. And I'm the type of person with like an entrepreneur mindset who was like, okay, this hit. I think there's something here. Let's run with it. And that's exactly what we did. Awesome. That's awesome. Um, kind of, you know, piggybacking off of what Vaden said there. So you got your first 200 orders out. And from there, what do you, what are you thinking? Do you're like, okay, I got to go get a business license. Like walk us through some of the first steps. <laughs> exactly that. So like when that happened, like so much, my, I just started Googling basically. I was like, how do I, what do I do? Like I've, I've run some other little businesses, but not like with the understanding of like building a brand and doing this. So my first thing that came to mind was trademark was like, this is clearly popular. People like right. it. I have to protect it. Yeah. So I went on legal zoom. I, um, paid, got a trademark, got Tahoe heartbeat trademarked the logo, the words, everything. So that was kind of first step. I didn't want to get it. Didn't want to have anybody steal it. And then it was, then it was kind of, then just research everything else. It was like how to get a business license, how to, get a seller's permit, do everything properly. And then it, then at simultaneously that was, okay, now let's look up, we got to order blank hats. And then that was just a draw on the hats. I needed more blank hats and they had to be this certain Heather gray color to even draw on with pencil yeah. <laughs> where you could even see it. And then I started sourcing patches and people who would embroider on hats. And did, then I just started just researching everything hats and apparel, like where's where can I get blank clothes? Where can I print them? And we started working with printers in the Bay when we were first starting and just kind of everything. And now we've got manufacturing in Egypt and Taiwan and Pakistan, Mexico, wow. China, we've got manufacturing all over the world. And now it's just, I mean, it's fun that we're to where we are now, it's just, we're in design world and trying to keep up. Awesome. Yeah. I, what, oh, go for it, Vin. I was going to say, it's like, it's really cool because hot culture is almost like sneaker culture kind of, you know, it's yeah. like it's super totally. pitched out, people geek out on it and, and they become, I'm um, sure, major brand loyal, loyalists, you know, when they love your products. Absolutely. And that's kind of in the part with that. And even like along the lines of sneakers, like, have you guys heard the, uh, I listened to the audiobook Shoe Dog by Phil Knight. 
Uh, who that's a great started story. Nike, which is yeah. a great, great audiobook. And oh, cool. And um, that was kind of well, that was just recently I've listened to that. But that's like you if you come across something, you kind of got to run with it just like that. And like the hat thing with the logo. And then it now it's come down to design. Like we have the logo, we have the following and we have it's the brand built on passion saying what makes your heartbeat Tahoe. Mm-hmm. And now, but you also have to follow that with cool designs. Like we're using cork and we're putting photos under the bill and we're making them super stylized because it's all those things kind of go hand in hand, but that's true. Like people who buy tons of shoes and love shoes, they buy shoes, they buy them often and they keep buying them. That's people who are, that was me in the start. My mom, yeah. or my wife was like, you, uh, you got to stop buying all these hats. I've got 200 <laughs> hats in it. And then like subconsciously, I was like, what if I buy them for everyone? <laughs> what if we sell them? <laughs> yeah. One thing I, I think you buying hats. Yeah. One thing you did that's so important and, um, was just really so smart was, was what you mentioned just a little bit ago is how you, you, from a very early stage, you looked at this as a, as a brand that will represent okay. something more than just a hat. And that's what Tahoe right. Heartbeat is because I'm sure when people are wearing the hats, like they're not just wearing it because it's a cool design. They're wearing it because it says something about the heartbeat of Tahoe. There's something deeper exactly. there. It's, well, tell us you know, a little bit something about that feel, that emotion that people get of like this Tahoe heartbeat, you know, like exactly. a brand behind that. Well, we say like we kind of have a little pe- – because people come up and ask all the time, literally, because we do events two to four days a week from now until October. We're vending, and it's just constant. And so people always ask, you know, what is Tahoe Heartbeat? And, you know, it's it's kind of grown. Like at first, the first few years, we're like, you know, we're, we're based off passion. We say what makes your heartbeat. Mm-hmm. We're spreading the Tahoe love one heartbeat at a time. But it's really turned into a brand built off passion. And it's our passion and love for Tahoe that is not just our passion and love for Tahoe. It's everybody's. There's so many people who know and love Tahoe. It's a renowned place, and people have been coming here since they were kids. And, you know, it's a, people come here. It's a huge tourism place. And, you know, Emerald Bay is one of the most photographed places in the world. Yeah. And so that's so it's just based off, like, it's a representation without having to say anything. It's We just say, what makes your heart beat? And they see Tahoe with a heartbeat. And it just makes sense, really. I mean, it's it's funny that it's kind of it's self-explanatory, but not. But yeah. once you get it, you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Oh, and then right. when you wear it, you wear it because it's a representation of you. You have a Tahoe heartbeat. Uh-huh. If you care about the place or you love it or, you know, it's it's almost your own interpretation of it. But it gives you the opportunity to you can interpret it however you want. Yeah. So that- from my time in, at the lake, um I've noticed that there's a different vibe, South Shore versus North Shore. What's the adoption? Is it all the way around the lake? Does it, you know, no lines kind of a thing? I mean, absolutely. That's kind of the goal, especially is we want it to be kind of, you know, universal and kind of be the prominent Tahoe brand, which is 100% the direction we're going. Um, I would say on that, though, like we started in South Lake and we're still, we're probably 80 to 90% in South Lake, like with our wholesaling and with our events and everything else mostly between here and Reno because Reno Tahoe, it's the Reno Tahoe airport. So like mm-hmm. they're a advocate for Tahoe because it's part of the tourism thing. But going to North shore, we were at Tahoe made a couple of weekends ago in squaw. And like the people up there who haven't seen it are like, so stoked. On they're fire so, for it. Right. Like, yeah. They just can't get enough. So it's, that's really cool and good for us and gratifying mm-hmm. because we're further proving that the concept and the brand is it's the lake as a whole. We're not saying we're north or south or 
one of the small, even Truckee, you know, where everyone who loves Tahoe can be a part of it, really. Right, for sure. And I, the reason I kind of asked the question is South Lake, uh, you know, is, is the bigger metropolitan area of, of the lake. And oh, definitely perfect. each little town around kind of has its own vibe. So, um, but all together, there is that Tahoe feel throughout the lake, for sure. Exactly. And I think that's kind of, then that's kind of the goal for the brand too, is to be the brand that, you know, just we're, we're trying not to be touristy. It doesn't say Lake Tahoe and a lot of our stuff doesn't even have lettering on it. It's just let the logo speak for itself. Nike's a swoosh need no more. Yeah. And I think that's so smart. Here's what it is. Yeah. You don't want to get confused for the, for the tourist shop of, you know, Lake Tahoe, California, you know, with like exactly. the, the, the picturesque in the background, you know, like you said, it's, it's branding. It shows what it is. And even then, like we're, I have a lot of friends who are also doing stuff like this and have really cool brands out and hats and clothes and everybody's doing stuff in between the lake and they're doing tons and tons of designs and like using design as something that is selling versus being a logo brand that is just cut and dry. This is what we are. That's all it's ever going to be. There's no need to over design. And for me, that was kind of, I don't know, it was almost subconscious. Just my understanding of brands are you you know, any big brand, Adidas is just Adidas. Yeah. You know, Lacoste is Lacoste. Nike's Nike. You know, you come up with Under Armour's Under Armour. You come up with a logo and that's what you base your brand on versus basing it on having to be a design team and having cool graphic tees and like all this stuff to sell your products, sell it because of the concept. Yeah, for sure. What's been some of um, the hurdles? I mean, you're, you're incoming in your third year right now. Talk to us about some of the growing pains that you've had. Um, I mean, uh, for sure, financial, that's always a growing pain. I mean, I started this on 35 grand in credit cards, which, which retail is a wild beast. I mean, I would Shark Tank a lot. And Damon John says that getting into retail is one of the hardest struggles you can get into because we may make a ton of money, but you spend every dime you make. We don't, you don't have any money for a little while down the five, 10 years down the road because you spend every dime you get. On, on more product because the whole plan of building a brand is to grow. So like if we're, if we're in five stores the first year and then we want to grow to 10 stores the next year and 50 stores the next year and hundred stores the next year, all you're doing is scaling and spending every penny you get back into the business. So that's, that's definitely been hard because it's, we see that we're doing extremely well and financially and everything else, but also to grow, you're having to just pump everything all your efforts, all your time, all your money, all your everything, even more so now than we were even in the beginning because the speed we're going, we've got Shields and Reno calling that wants hats and we have, you know, so many stores want to carry, but we can't even keep up with the, with the, uh, demand. So now, and then even then with manufacturing and everything else, we're trying to just pump out as much as we can, as fast as we can, trying to keep up with the growth of the brand while being a husband and wife team so it's yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. a, I, i'm still going okay we're, we need to hire people <laughs> soon but at the same time you're like we don't i'd rather you know work 100 hour weeks and not have to pay anyone for now yeah and, and it sounds like it sounds like yeah. sounds like the way you have it too you, you're outsourcing manufacturing and, and you obviously dealt with it at the very beginning but you know it's good for people listening to this to understand that you have to be prepared for success as well you know like exactly some, some shows up and they say hey we want to buy you know five thousand units and you're like uh, i don't know if we can fulfill that <laughs> <You> <laughs> exactly. know? let me do the thing <laughs> and that's 
I mean, it, and it's exactly that because we do. We have stores right now. Our stores now that's coming into summer, our stores are crushing and selling a ton, a ton of inventory. And so we're like, and we're still heat pressing patches on hats at home. We're buying blanks and buying them by the dozen and just heat pressing away. And that's like our team because manufacturing is that's big chunks of money. And they want, you know, you got to do a couple hundred per style per color. So then you've got 300 of the same hat. And it's it's a it's a interesting juggle for sure that it's been a good lear- learning experience. You yeah. touched on how you're kind of sourcing material or or having you know things outsourced all over the world. Mm-hmm. What does that pipeline really look like? I mean, do you guys have a warehouse in Tahoe? Is it uh, you so, know, drop shipping? What is that? So we don't, and so we don't for this. Um, I'll talk about we. So I built the Heartbeat brand. I built out the Heartbeat brand. That's like phase two for this for. Tahoe Heartbeat was a proof of concept, and it all this all kind of developed. And then I built the Heartbeat brand, which is all drop shipping. I'll touch on that in a minute. But like for this, it's I went to some conventions in Vegas. They have these huge fashion conventions. It's called Magic and Sourcing. There's one every February and every August. And you can literally go in and you you get your passes and you can go meet manufacturers. There's like rows of countries. There's Iran and Mexico and China and Philippines and Korea and you can and they have some of them have bags for your merchandise some of them have clothes some of them have jackets some of them have belts so so you go find whatever you're looking for you can go meet and greet talk to them and it's literally owners and they're like we you know they all want more business as as the manufacturing companies and so that was I had a friend here who owns a local store Blue Pebbles here at the Marriott Andy and he took me he he got me in his store and then it was like hey I'm leaving in three days for this show um if you want to go you can go and I was like I'm doing it (laughs) and we and we I flew to Vegas and we road tripped back because he was already there and he kind of showed me the ropes of buying and you know how it works awesome and then that was kind of that was like a huge kickstart like having the understanding of being able to do that and that there's all these resources out there because you never, you don't really realize, I mean, this day and age, there's so much information and so right. many resources and everything else. Like if you want to do anything, you can do it, totally. but it's kind of figure, it's kind of, you may need a little handholding to figure out the right direction and how to get there. So yeah, that was, totally. once we found manufacturing, then I did, there was trial and error. We tried 10 different hat manufacturers. Many of them came back just not to my quality standards. And then finally we landed one that is really really proper and we love it awesome yeah and are hats still the best seller for you absolutely hats are good i mean and we're kind of basing that model off of um you know there's local companies around here who've done just hats and then even new era and like there's companies big 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 companies who have never touched clothes so mm-hmm. even then we have some clothes that we're doing at our events just simple tourist stuff tank tops t-shirts hoodies some flannels because people the demand is there but hats are hats are simple they're small they're compact they're unisex they they're kind of multi-sized with snapbacks so they're just hats are the having the brand of hats is and especially in tahoe somewhere that's outdoors and sunny and like this it just really that works yeah yeah, I one of my one of my good friends, his brother um, had a hat company. They just started branching out into more clothing, but the, the official brand. And uh, yeah, I just noticed that he started breaking out another clothing. But it took a long time, you know, to get over that hurdle 
because um, hats was this thing too. It was just hats. It's all hats, hats, hats. Yeah. And so you, know, to, you had to really dial down that market. And you, like you said, get your manufacturers right before you can even like totally. really start to think, okay, now how do we like really start moving on other products? Yeah. And I mean, hats are like we have, when we go to events, we've got over 200 hats out between colors and styles. Like, and be, kind of being like one of the bigger hat players in the game is also more beneficial. We've got rounded bills and dad hats and flat bills and mesh backs and full backs and relaxed fits and, you know, what's a dad hat? Dad hats have no backing in the front, in the front. They have no backroom. Okay. But okay. They're, they're like, you could almost curl it up and put it in your pocket. Gotcha. Um, minus the bill, but yeah, that and I don't even know why that got coined the term bad hats, but that's legit. If you look them yeah. up, it's, it's like because they're like they're like dorky hats, but then all of a sudden they're like some people think they're cool, so they're dad what? hats. I don't know. I don't get it. I never rocked a dad hat, but like I, I don't understand. <laughs> but I'm not know there's some people why they coined it that. Yeah, like Kevin Durant was always he's always wearing dad hats with a little <laughs> cupcake on them, like <laughs> but they call them dad hats, but it's like it's a new hipster hat, really, yeah. like. Or if you make a jet black relax i call them relax fit because yeah. people are always like oh dad hats i'm like it's you're a woman you can wear a dad hat yeah, totally. i mean talk about like what terrible branding to call it a dad hat like right. saying like half the market who can't exactly. buy your hat yeah. it's a dad hat. Or half, only to men and only to dad so you're like you're narrowing down the market of who this hat is for <laughs> it's so true i know they I'm, I'm gonna have to write somebody and see if they could change the name because it's <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> So right now you kind of touched on um, you're doing a lot of events uh, in the community in, in South Lake uh, and around the lake itself. Uh, is that your main avenue right now as far as sales? I mean, you guys have a beautiful website. You yeah. talked about being in stores. 100%. I mean, our wholesale market, that's kind of the goal is to be in 100 stores and be doing, you know, 100 hats per store mm-hmm. a month and be doing 10,000 hats a month and just be living the dream because that's. I mean, that's kind of the goal. That's that's real growth and scale. Yeah. But for now, it's I mean, we're doing events just nonstop. Like we're we start Nevada State Fair this weekend and that's Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then simultaneously on Friday, we have an event here in Tahoe at the farmer's market. And so we have it's just non. Our events are like two to five or more events a weekend until October. So this so is our time from May to October is just madness. And then yeah. winter is grow, grow design, grow styles, build the website more, grow our wholesale market. So it's, we got to do that all winter. And then now we're, this is nonstop. No yeah. days off till October. And the cyclical cycles of the business. Yeah. I, I have a question because, you know, the, the, the elephant in the room sometimes of these businesses getting started is Amazon. And correct me if okay. I'm wrong, but I don't believe you're selling on Amazon. Is that a conscious de- decision by you? Is this something in agreement with the with, with the wholesalers? Tell us why. Just, if I'm if I'm wrong or not, or tell us why you chose. No, ju- just way. just for now. That's something we're definitely working on. But I to be able to do that properly, I want to have the brand really really well established. I mean, we're pretty darn well established now. And to be able to tell people even at our events, like where can we find you to be able to say, go on Amazon. Like everyone's like, Oh, no brainer. It's the simplest yeah. thing in the world, but that's just scale as well. Like Amazon's a beast of its own and being able to deal with them. And I'd, I kind of just a personal decision. I'd want to do fulfilled by Amazon. So yeah. I'd be wanting to send them kind of our top 20 hats or whatever and have them have enough inventory to be able to host them all. And then kind of, and then even work on more marketing efforts because we haven't spent a penny online marketing, nothing. This is all just right. events, word of mouth, 
and we're still we get online sales every single day and you know people people message us to come shop at our house daily as well because we're oh, just uh, no warehousing no nothing aren't you should see our house it's hilarious yeah so you guys so if you pan the camera you just you'd see hats boxes that so 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 yeah so you guys are still fulfilling every order so when that uh, order comes in you're grabbing it you're stuffing it yep. in the box you're taping it yeah, up and exactly we've got yeah. boxes and stamps.com and send it to tape and all our stickers all our everything and that's yeah it's we're super organic still, a little homegrown early, business. You know what? It's the early stages of success, man. It's, it's, it's not going to be like that for long. And, you know, you can look back on this conversation and be like, that was so cool to listen to, to Parker talk about this when they were doing it all by themselves, you know, in their house. That's cool. Yeah. yeah t- speaking on that, I mean, talk to us about your vision. I know you kind of just a little bit touched on it there, but I mean, you know, lay it out there for us. What do you, what do you got, you know, for yes, your vision? Yes, it, it all kind of came full circle the last like year or so because everybody I had people coming up to me and I kind of had known people would come up to me and be like what if you do a heartbeat with this what if you do it with this what if you do it with a Canadian flag or with this or whatever and so I you know and I kind of knew I'd, there's a bunch of things out there there's stickers mm-hmm. and everything but nobody's built a brand around the heartbeat kind of theme and design with EKG on the outside yeah. any given logo so this winter I built 100, uh, over 120 more logos on our website and each each logo has, you know, 10 or 20 different clothing items, 10 or so hats, all different sizes, all different colors. There's like 5000 items online, including every state. So we have and we're trademarking everything. So we're all locked up there. We've got yeah, that's, uh, California, that's Nevada, Texas, Florida, New York, Hawaii, every state in between the EKG. So like those are just things you could be we can put in every airport. We Like the goal will be to be franchising stores real soon. And then on top of that, we have every sport we have soccer ball heartbeat baseball heartbeat yeah. hockey, football tennis hiking biking skiing every snowboarding everything you can ma- just mountains we have a pine cone just nature just super simple we have a wave surfers everything you can think of that somebody would be passionate about and care about because for the first time ever in my opinion i'm super into fashion is there's never been a brand, a logo brand that actually you touch on everything. You wear, you, well, and you wear the logo because it means something to you. Right. We're wearing the logo because the clothes are nice and they're moisture wicking or it's soft or whatever else because you like the color scheme. But for the first time ever, we're going to be offering, and we already are on our website, theheartbeatbrand.com. You can get any logo with all these different items. And so all that is all drop shipping. We don't touch any of it. I just built it all this winter. Me and my assistant, and we, um, you know, that's all print on demand. Somebody orders, I just had somebody order three hats yesterday. And so that's, we have done zero marketing on that and that's doing well as well. But all that was also part of just proof of concept, wanting to own the Heartbeat brand as a whole. Mm-hmm. So with how many trademarks we have now, nobody can trademark anything with the style of Heartbeat we have. So you can't put anything in between Heartbeat reading like this and trademark it because I already own too many. That's awesome. Yeah. But all, and then that's right now it's kind of it's just a financial thing it's either a hundred thousand dollars or seven percent to get sports licensing because once i can do warriors heartbeat and king's heart san francisco giants heartbeat that'll then then it'll be big (laughs) yeah there's a lot of doors that's awesome man it's just like there's so many doors that can be opened up there's so many opportunities i love seeing the forward vision of like hey this company is not just tahoe heartbeat and hats like 
it, it's got a, a huge growth potential in front of it. You know, it's just totally. it's going to just be your passion of going one step by one step and moving forward and moving forward and really growing this thing because I see so much potential with it. Thank you. Yeah, that's I mean, that's kind of the goal. I'm a go getter. I don't want I don't want to, you know, I don't do anything small. And this is all with influence. You know, I'm a filmmaker. I've I've always wanted to make movies, want to do a bunch of things. I'm a helper. I'm a giver. And, you know, there's there's environmental things that need done. There's political things that need done. There's people who are hungry. There's people without power. This is all with influence. And that'll be yep. that'll grow more into our mission yep. of give back mission. You know, we're, we're building a heartbeat army of people who actually care about taking care of things that need to be taken care of. That's awesome. Absolutely. Well, you know what? I, this has been amazing. And I, I really love that, uh, you know, you've been able to build this from a like, real grassroots effort. And for anyone out there that's listening to this, uh, do you have any advice? Maybe someone sitting in their house right now going, oh, my gosh, I need to run with my idea. Do you got anything for someone like that right now that maybe uh, is in your shoes three years ago? I mean, 100%. That's I've always been. A, I'm a doer. I get stuff done. I like to get stuff done. I would just say there's no limits to your potential. Get it done. If you can dream it, you can do it. And that's always been kind of my life. I mean, I'm a dreamer on all levels. And if you know, if you think of it, you can. There's resources out there. Get on the internet, Google it, look it up, check it out, talk to people, ask everyone. Just don't stop. Don't give up. And anything's possible, really. And we're we're living proof right now. Awesome, man. It was a super inspiring conversation. And Parker really, really enjoyed it. Um, Rex, any final words? I thought this was a great conversation. Yeah, no, it was, it, it was great. Uh, and um, we'll definitely support your brand. You know, uh, next time I'm in Tahoe, I'll make sure to swing by and see you and pick up some hats for uh, all the Chico peeps down here. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> thank you so much for sharing your corner of the universe with us. You know, it's been uh, awesome to hear your story. Thank you, guys. If you like today's episode, you can find more information at mycorneruniverse.com. And don't forget to subscribe. Thank you.